Hey everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. And tonight we will be reviewing episode 4 of Cruel Summer. Now we haven't already been over um, episode 1, 2, and 3. But we're going to start from 4. And I have to admit, episode 1 and 2, the first night it aired, and when it aired back to back, I'm telling you, it drew me in. It had me craving for more. Now, episode three wasn't as strong, but you can tell it was more of a filler episode, you know, getting us ready and uh, put, filling in the blanks and more from Jeanette's perspective. So I have to say, let me just give a shout out first. Um, Cruel Summer does come on every Tuesday nights on Freeform and comes on this, right the next day it airs on Hulu. That's where I will catch it at. So from, you know, for the rest of the season, we will be doing reviews on Wednesday nights because I always catch it on Hulu. And before we get into the show, I just have to give a shout out. This is some really good writing. It, it does have me, in, I'm loving the thriller and the suspicion of it. And it's giving me that whole 90s vibe because I grew up in the 90s on Lifetime movies. I love Lifetime movies. And most of them back in the day were based on true stories. And a lot of them took place in Texas. So by me growing up watching all that stuff and, you know, we didn't have social media and all the stories were, were so mainstream, a lot of crazy stuff did happen in texas so it's it's really realistic to me because stuff like this did happen a lot so i am loving it so on that note let's go on in and dive on into it this episode was called you don't hunt you eat um episode four it opens up with this normal opening scene these events will take place on july 15th between 1993 94 and 95 and with the opening scene it does come um, open up with Mr. Wallace in the garage with his daughter, Ash. And they're, they're rifling up, getting ready to, getting all the rifles ready, getting ready to go on their little Wallace vacation at the woods or lakes, shall you say. <clears throat> getting ready to go for their little hunting trip. And Kate walks in, because you can, um, you can tell him and his daughter, they sitting there joking on each other, getting ready. Kate. Kate comes in, enjoys the conversation, and you can tell Ash she's kind of she's kind of standoffish, which you know how it is when your dad remarries and he got his little happy family. So you can tell she probably don't live with them, but comes to visit because he tells Kate, you know how she is when she leaves with her mom, gets back with her mom, takes her a while to open up. So you can tell Kate is like, okay, she's trying to you know jump in on a conversation for bonding time as well but ash kind of walks away standoffish but then it jumps straight to 1994 and you can tell the girls they might have a better relationship now um ash isn't so standoffish and you can tell kate is just coming back home from being captive with um mr martin so she's more traumatized and um she's more standoffish now and ash is trying to ask her like are you okay and she's just sitting there like can you believe when, when did they change the wallpaper because the the kitchen looks different they've redecorated the house and she's like so why i've been kidnapped they were out redecorating so she, you know she she's hurt she's traumatized and her sister was like, um, well, you know, I don't be here like this. It's been like this for a couple of weeks. And you can see now that Ash, her whole um, personality has changed. She's, she's not like how she was back in 93. 
And then all of a sudden, Kate has a flashback when she um, was held, kidnapped in Mr. Martin's, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, in his basement. You could see him bringing down food and she throwing, at, throwing it at him and he's running upstairs. Then it goes straight to 1995. They're sitting in the same kitchen. Mr. Wallace and Mrs. Wallace with Kate and her lawyers prepping for the case. And the lawyers are trying to tell her, like, look, it's not going to be as easy as you think. We're going to have to go through scenarios. We're going to have to get our story straight. Jeanette's lawyers ain't no joke. They're not us, but they're not no joke. So Kate's like, no, I got my story straight. Jeanette's smart, but I'm smarter. So this is 1995. Kate is very different from 1993, as she should. She's been through a lot. But she, you can tell she's hiding something but she's also traumatized and, and just more vengeful if, if you know she's been through a lot so like I said as she should so yeah 1995 Kate she's something she's something different it's a drastic very drastic change so then it goes it stays in 1995 but all you see is Kate laying in that bath laying in the bathroom so you thinking she's just in the tub like she was before when Jamie found her but no other She's in there smoking a joint. So she in there getting high with no other than who? What the hell? Mallory. I knew we couldn't trust Mallory. I, I, even when it was in 1993 from episode one, it was always something with Mallory. So I was shocked, but I'm just like, it, it, it was always something about Mallory. I knew something was going to come out of that. It was, she always gave me the, you can't trust her vibe. So then it goes back to 1993, and they're back at the woods, the lake, uh, where they had their little hunting shootout every, they're gathering every summer. The Wallaces always got something going on, honey. They they have their big annual tr- retreat that they have every year, and then now they have the hunting thing with their friends and even letting the boys, Jamie, and them come. So they back there at the um lake, and you can tell that, Kate is trying to confide or trying to get close and have that sister bond with Ash, but Ash ain't having it. Ash is more standoffish. You can tell um, she's not feeling even her mother, even her um, personality towards her mother, which, you know, as a, as a young person, when your dad remarries and goes to another family, that is common to feel like you've been replaced. So she ain't, she's not having it. And the dad, Mr. Wallace, he mentions that, um, the mom was with Scott and remember at first Kate thought that her dad was the one having an affair but it was the mom who was having an affair and that kind of sent Kate to to run away where she ran into Mr. Martin in the first place so when he mentioned Scott she kind of turns her head because she knows her mom is having an affair with Scott so she she does feel bad and then Derek Ben and Jamie they pop up and they're joking around playing and then Ash goes over there and gets a plan with Derek so now we see another connection Ash the stepsister of the Wallaces is flirting over there with Derek who is Jeanette Turner's brother so he's there, and then you can tell it might be a little something going on with Ash and Derek. Okay. Then who pulls up? Mr. Martin. So they didn't invited Mr. Martin up there. Mind you, they just missed they just met Mr. Martin a couple weeks ago. So now they're inviting him on family trips. So he pulls up at their little family vacation spot. And then he kind of gives 
Kate a look and she looks at him so you can see something is going on but you don't know what yet because they kind of look at each other and we already know um in episode two he did find her drunk when she ran away after finding her mom having that affair so you see that kind of look but you don't know what's going on quite yet so then we jump to 1994 and you see Kate confiding in her therapist And as she walks out, she runs into no other than Mallory. So they get to doing small talk. So now we kind of see where Mallory and Kate started their bond from. Because at first, when I first seen them in the bathroom, I'm like, what the hell? Like, when when this happened? And then um, Kate's like, yeah, you know, you you were at my, my birthday party when we were in elementary. So they start their bond because they're both at therapy. And... She just confides quickly, quickly than I would have thought, telling Mallory that Jeanette was kissing Jamie, um, not even knowing if they're still friends or not, which was weird. So then it does the quick jump from 93 to 94 to 95 in a cruise summer way, which I do love. I'm not complaining about that, but it does the quick, quick, um, the quick drastic jump so you can see um, them shooting at the lake in 1993 then it jumps to 94 and 95 so you can see how the personalities and the drasticness and changes with all the things that they have been through in their in both both families so then when it pauses and it goes to 1993 for a minute kate finally does confide in ash and tell her like I thought um dad was having an affair but it was um and she stops her like no he wouldn't do that that would ruin his reputation don't ever say that she kind of cut her off a little bit and then you see Mr. Martin kind of glancing at her and peeping her out a little bit and Kate kind of feel like she don't have nobody at this point you know she she do got her friends and Jamie but with, with um her mom is so big on what stays in this house goes on in this house and that was big back in the day whatever happens in my house stays in my house so you know she she only wanted to confide family business with Ash because Ash is her sister and Ash kind of like brushing her off like she ain't trying to hear it and she calls her mom a gold digger so you can tell Ashley is not feeling her stepmother or her stepsister and Kate is really trying to build that bond just trying to you know tell her what's going on because she just needs to get it out she's young and she's seen her mom having an affair so it's completely you know drastic for her so I think and that's what leads her to Mr. Martin he's he's watching her he's paying attention to her every move like a predator so that's kind of what leads her to confide more in him and even um the mom mrs wallace when she gets there she walks her over to mr martin to thank him for bringing her home drunk and say hey we want to we want to keep this in we this 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 is not to get out so that's probably why she they invited him there by they had just met him by he brought kate home and to make sure he felt welcomed and kind of let him know like please don't let this get out because mrs wallace likes to keep she likes to keep that persona up and as we're jumping back from time to time, you can see that Kate is constantly having nightmares of Mr. Martin. So you can tell she's traumatized. It's going between 1994 and 95, and you see her still having nightmares about him. And then it goes back to 1993. Uh, she had the argument with um her sister her stepsister ash so she don't have nobody she feel like she can't talk to nobody so she goes outside and who waiting on her mr martin so she sit out there with him he give her his coat 
because she's cold and he starts telling her about his childhood so they start bonding off of trauma stories and he kind of brings her in so you could tell they built their own personal friendship and that's who she felt like she could kind of talk talk to so then it goes to 1994 and ash comes up in um Kate's room telling her you know we need to talk so you can tell this is more like when she got back so Ash is trying to be there for her she's not as standoffish as she was in 1993 now she's trying to be that ear for her that sister to her she's just got back from being kidnapped but Kate she's more brushing her off now so then it goes back to that suspicious chat room she's in that chat room and she's trauma 79 so it goes to the chat room and she she already admitted that she wasn't telling the truth whoever she has built that relationship with in that chat so she's talking to them then it goes back to the basement and when he brought the food down to her you can tell she's out of it now so i'm thinking he must have put something in her food to knock her out after she ate that grill first she threw it but you can tell after um she scratched him and mr martin went upstairs she's in um and she ate her it was like it was a grilled cheese she ate her grilled cheese and you could tell it was something in there that make her pass out because he said this this won't last long so i'm wondering did he rape her then i'm thinking he kind he kind of raped her and did but then when she woke back up it was food and everything so yeah kate kate was downstairs getting traumatized that whole time she was um held captive at mr martin and now with this episode you can tell she was really kidnapped because for a minute at first you didn't kind of really know what was going on because they never showed this much of how they did tonight so you see that she really was kidnapped because at first we didn't know what was going on. It kept going from flash to flash and you didn't know what was going on or who was telling the truth. But you see she really was kidnapped now and I believe he put something in her food and he, he must have raped her then. So then it goes back to 1993 and they're back at the lake and then here comes Jamie. It's the next morning. And he's asking uh, Kate, like, hey, where were you? I came looking for you. And she like, oh, I went for a walk. And he like, you went for a walk in the woods? You, you scared of the woods. And then she like, oh, um, well, then she made up another lie. So Jamie kind of suspicious because he know how she is and he couldn't find her. But she was with Mr. Martin the night before. And the lady, her mom's friend, she kind of gives her that suspicious look like something like she might have seen something and something wasn't right. So then we jump back to 1995 and Mallory and Kate, they're talking about the letter that was left at the door calling Kate a liar. And uh, Mallory starts telling her that, um, her mom had accused her that it could be her which i did skip over that part mrs wallace mrs wallace is a trip she pulls mallory to the side and asks her did she send that letter because she feels like that mallory loves when kate is depending on her and she's obsessed with her basically and she wants to keep her kind of scared and and not trusting anybody so she think mallory sent her that letter so mallory kind of tell kate that (laughs) <laughs> they 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 at the little fireplace telling their little stories and telling little scary stories so kate comes over there like i got a scary story to tell 
and she starts talking about um, a little girl named Annabelle who was neglected by her parents and they let an evil man in and you can tell that she's talking about her situation and that she's Annabelle and how her parents just brought a stranger which was Mr. Martin on a family vacation and just trusted them so whatever happened to her is their fault and you can tell Mrs. Wallace is not feeling this story and then she's like yeah Mary just was in trouble so you can tell she's not telling that story because Mrs. Wallace from from what we're seeing so far she's still hiding um Greg we don't know if Mr. Wallace knows she was having an affair with Greg and even her friend looks the other lady she looks because she like y'all better have y'all kate kind of warning them this is y'all fault and y'all better have y'all story straight before we enter this courtroom so you see a different kate you see you see kate ain't playing out here so then it goes to 1994 and ash and ben and i'm sorry no that's not ben ash and Derek. they meet up at the park and we find out that Ash is Claire who caught on episode three when Jeanette said some girl named Claire called you. So she like, you know, the Wallaces and the Turners, we can't, we can't be seen in public. So I had to use a fake name. So you see that they have their own little special friendship. We don't know if it's a romance yet or they're a little flirtatious. They have their thing going and you know, they're, they're asking each other do you think your sister is telling the truth do you think your sister is telling the truth and Derek is saying like I don't think Jeanette will lie about something that big she wouldn't do that and he tells her how he used to get Jeanette to open up to him when she used to be scared of him and that gives Ash an idea on how to get to get Kate to open up because Kate is standoffish as she should she's been through a lot so that gives her an idea on how to get Kate to open up so she remembers that Kate was in a chat room so then she goes and make up her own chat name and that's how her and Kate start building in a relationship and she start opening up to her not knowing that that is her sister she thinks that's just another person who was um victimized or kidnapped per se in the chat room as well so then we go back to mrs mallory and we are in 1995 now and kate's trying to get her story straight so she started listening to tapes of when she first went to therapy. She has her tapes of everything that she confided in her therapist so she can have her story straight. She started listening to her tapes and you can tell she's out of it because she's hearing stuff and Mallory's trying to get her attention. She she can't hear a word Mallory's saying because she is such in deep thought and, and remembering everything she says. And then she's here. She hears something about Annabelle. And that's the same story she used when they were sitting at the fire um telling her storytellings and she talked about the little girl she compared herself to annabelle so then she said the therapist asked was who was annabelle and she said i don't remember i am really thinking that annabelle is like more of a a split personality um, which does happen when a lot of when something traumatic will happen you will kind of escape and um, you, you, you might have like an out of body experience and I'm thinking that's what Kate is having. I'm, I'm thinking it's more like a split personality and Anna, Annabelle would be more her alter ego or a split personality ego. 
Um, so that was just a brief recap of what happened. This was a really good episode. Like I said, one and two, that had me. Um, three, more of a filler, but it was still good. But this one was intense, and it, it really um, gave Kate's perspective. Last week was Jeanette's perspective, so it does have, have you guessing. Now on the previews for next week... Now, on the next um, episode, I, I watched a preview, and you can tell that Jamie, he kind of don't know who to trust. He he wants to believe Kate's, but he's telling her, like, look, your, 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 your memory has been a little shaky. Do you think you're telling the truth? And they keep flashing this mirror in her seeing Martin. I'm thinking it's like a double-sided mirror. Jeanette said she got the creeps when she was down there. And it's something about that mirror. I'm thinking it's two-faced to where she might, Kate might could see her, but she couldn't um, see Kate. So it's definitely something with the mirror part of it. Um, but it leaves us guessing. And I also didn't touch on this. I am thinking, this is this is my, my thing. The case um, was they didn't have enough evidence. So they did have to drop the charges with the necklaces. I'm thinking that when Mallory and Kate got close, it must have been when Jeanette and Mallory fell out. She must have... Th- probably gave her the necklace back or threw the necklace at her i'm thinking mallory gave kate that necklace and that's how she got the necklace in the first place i'm thinking mallory and kate they in some type of cahoots with each other is some secret there is something is not right with mallory and kate they're keeping something and they they got they hiding something as well Jeanette also I I think the lie the truth lies somewhere in between because when I watched Jessica Bill's interview who was one of the producers on the show she did say at the end of the day it's going to be by who perspective you looking at it so this was a really good show I really um enjoyed it it was better than episode three it has me craving for more so it really drew you in had had you guessing and you don't know who to pick I don't know if I'm team Jeanette or team Kate last week I was kind of shaky kind of on Kate's side but now I think I'm more team Jeanette so we'll see this was a solid episode I appreciated it I also think that the mom knows more than what she's saying to Mrs. Wallace I'm thinking that she knows Kate is not telling the full truth. So I'm thinking Mrs. Wallace knows something, but she probably knows by now that Kate knows about her affair. So Kate is holding that over her head too, because Kate got a lot of vengeance in her head. She mad at everybody. And then we also wondering what happened to Mrs. Turner? What made her leave? Cause she, um, cause she not handle all of the pressure that everybody was putting on Jeanette in the city and and left the family we don't know because she just disappeared the dad is now he's dating the bartender so we don't know what's going on with that storyline and then we already know that something happened with Ben as well because when he was in the attorney's office they asked him like do you blame Jeanette for what happened to you so we don't know if maybe he got caught um because you know him and Vincent had their own secret relationship so we don't know if that got out and everybody found out or we don't know if something happened because he says I'm the one who set up that meeting that night so we don't know what happened so we're still wondering what happened with Ben and how he's involved in the whole court hearing as well so I'm still like I don't know sometimes I'm half team Jeanette half Kate so we will see on episode five which is titled as the Carney guys intended 
and that one look like it's gonna be really good we see that the, also the big brother Derek is warning Jeanette the Wallaces always win because you know they got the money uh the the dad is the um retired football player so they're more with the upper echelon uh, scale and more Jeanette they're more with just the middle class right the regular people so um you can tell that the Wallaces have more clout. That's why they're trying to give the information and they invited the other family to come to the hunting trip so they could get some stuff in their ear because they said that um, Joy's friend had a big mouth so she could spin their narrative around. So I, we will see next week. I really enjoyed this episode. I just wanted to come on and give my brief recap um, and predictions. I am thinking that the truth is going to lie somewhere in the middle. I still believe that Mallory gave Kate that necklace and that's how she got it. And I also think that, um, Jamie doesn't even believe Kate. I think he feels sorry and feel indebted to her, but I think he was really digging Jeanette. Cause even being said, you've never been as happy as he was when you were Jeanette. So I'm thinking that he wants to be with Jeanette. But then when you go to 1995, Jamie, he's took a drastic change too. He's more stalking Jeanette, but it ain't stalking. Like I want to be with you. It's more like he had a gun. He got an angry look on his face. He looking like he want to do her. Um, like he wanted to just hurt her and after that punch he did in episode one he punched the shit out of Jeanette that was a hard punch so we don't know where it's going I'm just hoping at the end of the season they will let us know what happened and not carry it on the season two to where we still guessing who's seen whose time we're on so I do appreciate you guys for tuning in and listening to my brief recap of cruise summer and i do hope that you meet me um next week um next thursday night i will have another recap for episode five and i will do an upload an episode on the podcast sunday afternoon we will recap the verses between swv and escape i am so excited about this because i am team swv and escape i've seen them in concert and they are amazing and we're gonna listen to some good 90s music put us in that era when r&b was r&b and when music was music before it came what it is now. So I do thank you for tuning in and I will catch you on Sunday. Thank you. Be safe out there. And don't forget you can follow, find me on Instagram. I am under Alicia Shanice. You can follow my music playlist on Spotify. Follow me. You can look me up under Alicia Shanice as well. You are welcome to DM me or message me on here. If you want me to review anything, recap anything, or just have other discussions. And we will be restarting our reviews of Narcos. We will be doing Narcos Mexico first. Because I believe we should do that first. Because that happened first with the Kiki Camarena story and then we will start going to Colombia and reviewing narcos we're gonna do each episode then we'll move to snowfall we're gonna do each episode we're gonna talk about it we're gonna talk about the reality of it we're gonna talk about the origins of the real stories because that's what I love I love true crime once again so we're gonna talk about what happened brief episodes talk about the real characters and what happened to them in real life so tune in it's your girl Shanice and I'll catch you next time